But that's that mentoring experience. And that's what podcasts and that's what we hope our podcast become for people is an opportunity to to almost like a masterclass situation. Because uh, there are teachers out there who, who are rock starring, uh, who understand what it takes to do what we do. But nobody knows who they are. Nobody's heard their voice. No one's, no one's, you know, there's not a camera in every teacher's room capturing all these moments and, and putting them in a file. And you may have never experienced it, and then you may listen to it on a podcast, and then all of a sudden you experience it, and it's like, oh, I remember them saying, okay, this is how you, okay, got it. And even though it may be like, no, nah, I can't do that, but it gives me an idea. It sparks an idea in my mind of what I can do. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the program. It is 29th of November. Three weeks and two days prior to the Christmas, New Year, holiday break is what we should call it. Um, this is the last week of our trimester, so this is this week's going to be a wrap-up week for me. Um, yep, just tie the loose ends up. Uh, today, when my kids come back from break, what I'm going to have them do is write reviews of their app uh, that they made or their website or their service or whatever it would be um, based on citizenship. I'm going to have them write a five-star review and a one-star review. So what would someone say about their app if they loved it? And what would someone say about their app if they hated it um, as a warm-up? And then we're just going to talk through um, everybody's app and um, you know, get back into this conversation about citizenship. Uh, tomorrow, we're going to do a review of the continents and oceans. We're going to do a review of latitude and longitude. I think I'm going to introduce uh, uh, landforms. Seems like a good thing to jump in there with. Uh, Thursday and Friday, we're going to have a quiz kind of thingy. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I want to do with that. I don't want to give them just like a normal quiz because uh, I really haven't done you know, anything really quiz worthy recently. You know, it's been a lot of conversation, a lot of research, a lot of uh, you know trying to connect the dots of how a society and a culture work. Um, so that's more what it's going to be, and then. On Friday, we have an early release day, so we'll just do something fun on the early release day. Um, so yeah, three days left, or you know, four full days left of the trimester. Hopefully our kids are going to get everything turned in that they need to get turned in. Um, but all in all, looking forward to it. Um, we had a good break. As with most school breaks, it went way too fast. Um, did not do nearly as much relaxing as we probably should have. Um, you know, Wednesday spent most of our day getting our house ready for Christmas and doing some side work. And then you know, Thursday we were with family. And then Friday, 
I got some stuff done, and Brittany did some shopping, and then Saturday we got our Christmas tree, and then yesterday we decorated our Christmas tree, so uh, just had a lot going on, um, which was okay. It was good. Spent a lot of time with my wife. Um, got to, you know, sleep in every day until, you know, 6.45, 7, which really... Uh, makes the body feel pretty good, if I'm being honest. Um, it really felt good to sleep in. Um, it really was nice. Um, there were even a couple days when my wife had gotten up and I stayed asleep for another, you know, 45 to an hour, and just, um, it's good to catch up on that sleep, get ahead, you know, for the next... You know, three and a half weeks, you know, three and a half weeks on, you know, a week and a half off, and then that stretch, that January to spring break stretch is the hardest one, because we, you know, my school spring break is not until the end of March, so it's like a full, you know, two months before that spring break comes, but it's also nice then, too, because you're a little closer to the end of the year after that spring break, which is nice. It's a good thing to be. Um, and then we'll be taking our kids to Washington, D.C. that week before Memorial Day. That will be our D.C. trip. And then they got a couple of weeks coming back. But all in all, it was a really nice week. Family, some friends, good food, and some time to just get back and think. Uh, and really just reevaluate where I'm at and what I'm doing and, and think big picture on you know, the long term plan, the long term strategy. And really felt like I got point where I understand what it is that I want to do in the classroom, um, and it, it's through the work we've done to create the book, which is the ABCs of Inspired Teaching, um, and that title refers to um, you know, that word inspire, which base word is inspirare in the Greek, which means to breathe life into. And if there was ever something that, you know, really summed up what I wanted to do with my teaching and what I want to do with my life and what I strive to do, that's it. So really just as we go forward here, focusing on that, you know, breathing life into to everything, into my kids, into my colleagues, into my marriage what I want to do um, and I'm going to keep working towards that I'm going to continue to try to build on what we've done and I hope to just be able to live up to that live up to that motto of you know breathing life into my kids and that motto definitely puts you in a space where you're in some 
you know, gray area when it comes to some of the things that you're supposed to do as a teacher. Some of those things you're supposed to check off the list, check off the box. Um, but I'm hoping that with that being the focus and centering the work I do in the classroom around that, that will really kind of galvanize where we are at as a unit, whether it's in my classroom or it's with Will and the work that we're doing and all of that other stuff, you know, that goes on here, but it's very strange and it is all of a sudden decided that it's going to rain this morning. I'll go here, um, be back with you tonight, but we're going to hopefully make the, the next three weeks count to make it quick. What's up, party people? It is the 29th of November. Tomorrow is going to be the last day of November. Holy mackerel. Time's going pretty fast. Today is anniversary of my college roommate's death. 14 years since Jared Steen, who was my roommate for two years at Winona, passed unexpectedly, unexpectedly of Wilson's disease, which is a disease that prevents your liver from processing iron. did not know he had it. His family did not know he had it. Um, it is not something that's commonly tested for in kids, unless your family has a history. Um, it is very treatable if you know you have it, um, but he did not. Uh, he went home for the, hadn't been feeling good leading up to our Thanksgiving break went home, saw the doctor, said there was something wrong with his liver. They knew it was his liver. They thought he had hep hepatitis of some kind or something like that. I, I guess it kind of runs together now, but I didn't think much of it um, at the time. I was 23. Um, he was 22. And by the time I got back Sunday after Thanksgiving, like, he had progressively gotten much worse. Um, he started to go yellow, uh, go jaundice. Uh, Monday, his mom, uh, he had to be taken to the hospital on Monday in Winona, then Monday night... Uh, his mom took him up to the cities. Uh, he was checked into the University of Minnesota Medical Center, and basically by the next morning, they were... I got to the U of M that Tuesday morning, and um, his 
mom told me that he was the sickest person in that hospital. Um, he made it through Tuesday night, um, but um, he passed that next day, Wednesday, the 29th. Um, just like such a beautiful person, such a caring person. Um, student body president or student senate president, um, just took care of everybody, but man, I just had fun with him, like, we used to go out, um, we had a couple streaks where we went out like 30 nights in a row, and not going out getting crazy drunk, we just go out every night and find a bar where you can get a dollar beer with a dartboard, and we play darts and have fun, and I lost that love and feeling, uh, followed by Sexy Back, followed by Here It Goes Again by, um, oh God, I can't think of the name, oh, not Motion City Soundtrack, Dang it. I can't think of it, I can picture the video in my head, it's the music video where all the band members are dancing on treadmills, um, just a beautiful person, um, just a really, uh, really hard time at 23. Um, it was the fall before I was supposed to teach. Um, I missed like two weeks of classes uh, for all of his services and all that stuff. And it just, um, it was really, really difficult. I went through a period of a few weeks where I didn't didn't sleep very well at all. Um, I was very, like, rattled. Um, at 23, you don't think that people your age, it would happen to them. You don't think that it can happen to them. Um, yeah, it really shook me. I was at a point where I didn't know if I would be able to go student teach. Um, so yeah, it was really... Um, Really painful. Um, try to stay connected to his family as best I can, but you know, time moves on. I was able to go to his sister's wedding a few years ago, which was really nice. Um, it's a lot of really good things. Um, but yeah, I'm just trying to think back to the fun we had, you know, going to Packer Day going to back games, talking back to football, and I just, he just always had good advice. And I'd just go into his room, whatever I was having trouble with, he'd sit in his desk chair, I'd sit on his bed, and I'd just rap with him and vent to him, and he always, he would always end conversations by saying, hug it out, bitch. Um, we were watching Entourage at that time, um, but a beautiful person. Um, yeah, it's crazy. You know, think to wonder, you know, where he would be now if he had, you know, lived and how the world might be different. You know, being as politically active as he was, I wonder where he'd be now, whether he'd be a representative or chief of staff or somebody or whatever it might be. So, um, it's really, 
really, really grateful for the time I got to spend with him. I really lived together with him two years, was really good friends with him for three, um, and just really you know, enjoyed every every part of that that relationship. Um, I don't think about him as much as I really feel like I should. I don't. I don't appreciate him as much as I should, but I can still feel the impact he had. I can still hear the words he used to say to me, so it's still there. You know, you can't, you can't not feel it. Kind of where I'm at with it, but uh, yeah, it's just a, a really it's a good day. It's a good day to be appreciative. It's a good day to be proud. It's a good day to respect you know, that person and, and what he meant. So, beyond that, school was pretty good. You know, kids are a little squirrely coming back for five days, feeling comfortable, a little whiny, but. I didn't realize kids were so, like, unbearably harmed by Chipmunk's Christmas. But, yeah, it's, it's what it is. I'm going to try to continue to work through it and do the things I need to do and, and be successful. So, hope everybody's having a great week. Hey, everybody. Hope this last day of November, November 30th, finds you well this morning, um, on my way to school to wrap up trimester number one this week, um, today, uh, what I want to do is, I've been kicking around this idea, well, the, the main body of it is going to be a review of latitude and longitude, and a review of the continents and oceans. Um, that's going to be like the lesson part, but I really um, am troubled by the number of kids that think getting a grade is the most important thing. Um, you know, this idea of just tell me what to do to get an A, and, you know, kids who are just checking things off a list, checking boxes is what Wilkie and I usually say, we usually call them box checkers, but um, this idea that kids think that the grade is the thing and maybe it's esoteric and maybe it's a pipe dream to think that you could teach kids how to prioritize learning versus the grade because I, I don't think any of the kids would argue with the fact that just because you get good grades doesn't mean you've learned. So what I want to do is have them do a hypothetical writing warm-up of what would they do if I didn't assign any grades. So I still gave assignments. I still taught the exact same way. I still gave feedback. But I didn't give any grades A through F. There were no grades of any kind. And by that extension, there is no punishment for bad grades. 
there is no repercussion for bad dreams. So it's kind of asking them like, if you didn't, if you didn't have to get good grades, would you do any work at all? And hopefully that shows them where their priorities are at. Because the priority should be to learn. Or at least that's what you hope the priority should be. That's at least that's what you want the priority to be, is to learn. And that kids understand that learning is the thing. Getting good, getting good grades is supposed to be a reflection of what you've learned, not, not the benchmark. And that particular part frustrates me. Um, and I don't... I guess I don't know maybe maybe kids don't think of it that way maybe they do but I want to do this thought exercise and just see what I get out of it um, yesterday's class went not very good for my first group but I kind of rounded it back into form for my last three so um, the major part of today like I said is a review of continents and oceans and um, latitude and longitude. I think I'm going to do a section on landforms tomorrow. Um, maybe have them read out of the textbook. I know I don't normally do that, but I might just have them do it just for funsies. And then Thursday, we're going to do kind of a summary activity of what they've learned. Um, just can't bring myself to really give like a quote unquote test um, just because my class is so project based that I haven't really directly instructed on things that I feel like I would be comfortable testing them in um, yeah I think back to the little warm up talking about um, you know what kids would do if there weren't grades. I think in an ideal world, I wouldn't give any grades. I understand that most schools, that is a requirement to give grades. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a huge fan of it for the aforementioned reasons that too many people are putting too much of a priority on the grade itself versus um, you know, the grade being a result of learning and hard work. I think that's what frustrates me. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I've got the situation wrong. Maybe I don't know my behind from my elbow, as people would say, my ass from my elbow. Um, but I worry about that. Um, and I know there, it's not just kids. Uh, Deciding this, I know there are a lot of parents, and our society puts a huge emphasis on the actual grade part of it versus um, versus the learning. Because ultimately, kids are at school to learn, not to just get good grades. Getting good grades should be a result of learning. 
I'm a part of the system that does this, and I know I'm culpable in some ways, but I'd like to start to change that narrative if I can and do better. <clears throat> so that, um, that's where I'm at on the general things. Excited to end the trimester. Been thinking about the booster shot for quite a while and wondering whether I need it, wondering whether I should get it, whether it actually is going to help me. Um, but I really don't have like a reason not to get it. I didn't have a terrible reaction to uh, either of the first doses. So I think I'm going to get it. I'd really like to try to get it on Friday. But, um, yeah, I just, um, I'm trying to be more educated on it. And I know the easy thing to say as a teacher is, well, just get the booster, just get this and get that. But I'm trying to learn and take a look and take a step back. Um, I think I'm going to get it because I, like I said, I don't really have a real reason not to get it. Um, there are a lot of people around me that are of the belief that they don't need the vaccine or the booster. Uh, there are a lot of people that worry about the impact of the vaccine. Um, and the booster, and I, I think because I'm hearing multiple perspectives on it, I think that's why I'm, I, I wouldn't, I don't think hesitant is the right word, I, I think I just haven't really gotten around to it yet, um, but I just really would, um, about it, and I think it's kind of a better, you could say better safe than sorry, but we don't know, and yeah, no, I, I, this is, what has just happened over the last minute is how I am every time I think about the booster, um, every time I think I've made a decision, I flip back to the other side, and then feel like, well, you know, the Moderna is still, you know, 80-some percent effective, and I'm going to have to get a booster in the spring, so why would I get, you know, a booster right now, and I've just been flipping and flopping back and forth, so, um, yeah, if I knew that if I got the booster that at some point we would unmasked at school, I would get it in a heartbeat, but I don't feel like we're really that close to that at my school particularly, nor do I, I mean, I shouldn't say that, there are, I know there are schools all over Minnesota and Wisconsin that are not masking at all, um, but between the schools that are having kids wear masks now, I would doubt are going to change anytime soon. 
especially with the new prevalence of the Omicron, or I, I think I said that correctly, variant, which, you know, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, a good buddy of mine, Matt, posted on Facebook, you know, like, people, we don't need to, like, have a meltdown over it. Um, we, uh, it's just going to be here. We don't know how long it's going to be here. We don't know how often we're going to have to get vaccinated. I mean, I get a flu vaccine every year, and the flu um, strain, you know, has variants every year, so um, I'm trying to keep COVID and the vaccine and all that stuff in its right perspective. try to live a normal life as I can. But, yeah, what's heard over the last five minutes is exactly what happens every time I think about COVID-related stuff. So, um, I'm just going to cut it here because I'm definitely rambling and I got a podcast for a next So, hope everybody's great. Hope everybody enjoyed their break and we're working through everything. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the program this last day of November. We are two and a half days from the end of the trimester. Um, and feeling pretty good about it. Um, it's been an enjoyable trimester. It's been enjoyable time working with my kids. It's been enjoyable being able to be back in the classroom and to work with kids and to have interactions and build that rapport. Um, Had the discussion with them today about what it would be like if, if there weren't grades and inevitably every class had someone say that it would be pointless to do work because if we're not being graded on it, why would we do it? Which is kind of the point, you know, just wanting them to remember um, that that um, you know, it's about more than just the grades, it's about learning. And in an activity where they worked on latitude and longitude. So um, all in all, that was really good. I really enjoyed my day today. I talked with a few kids, graded their projects, just hung with them a little bit, and it's fun. It was fun. So, um, yeah, not a ton um, on my mind currently uh, when it comes to school. Haven't really looked at my next trimester rosters yet. I should probably start to think about um, making seating charts for my next trimester rosters um, and doing that. But um, yeah, 
Sorry, I think you heard a little bit of my wife and I's conversation about cold medication. My wife has got a little bit of a head cold and her, her daytime pills are kind of wearing off, so she's gotten kind of stuffy, but she found something in the cabinet that's going to work for overnight, but all in all, um, thinking a lot uh, lately about protecting the profession and making, about, making it about more than just the job. Uh, my school has a weighted grade system so assessments or projects are weighted more heavily than daily work. Uh, I think my warm-up tomorrow is going to ask the kids whether they think that um, that's what we should do or if every point should be held in the same esteem and in the same regard. Um, if you do that then it makes the daily work worth more. Um, it might put some kids in a bind because they sort of thrive and they make their money back after they miss regular stuff because their assessment scores are weighted so much more heavily. Um, and just see where they're at. Talking with them a little bit about what's going on this try trying to get a feel for you know what we want to do moving forward and what we want to do you know long term for the you know last you know six six years six ish months of the school year starting second try we're going to have some of the conversations we need to have with some of our students that are on the behavior continuum when it comes to our trip to Washington, D.C. And, yeah, not a lot on my mind right now. Looked into getting a COVID booster. I don't, it's going to take me weeks in the area to find one. Um, and I should, like, I know it's something I should do, but... But yeah, every time I say I should do it, then I think to myself, like, do I really need to do it? Probably would. Yeah, I'm not going to go over this again. I went over this before. So, um, I'm feeling like I'm running out of things to say. So I'm going to let this one lie where it is and hope that this message finds you well. And hopefully tomorrow I have a little bit better things to say and more interesting points to make. But let's love you what is up, everybody? Um, started talking with y'all, and then my camera fell, and it was a whole thing. I just had to pull over to pick it back up. But no, I think I got it squared away. Um, it is December 1st, and we are finishing up trimester number one uh, at my school. So, yeah, it should be a good day. I'm just going to have my kids do a little intro to landforms um, today. Just a little activity assignment. I'm going to try to grade a few more of those projects 
screen. I'm going to ask them in a warm-up about their weighted grading system, which I think I talked a little bit about yesterday, but... Um, you know, so we have this like 60-40 weighted grading system for assessments or anything that we would qualify as major work. Um, and I'm going to ask my kids whether they think that we should just have everything be worth the same, you know, type of points. Not the same amount of points, but the same type of points. Um, I know a lot of kids, um, you know, kind of lean on those test points. Um, and if they, you know, miss a few assignments or they miss a few things here or there, it's not a big deal because they know if they do good on their assessments, they can bring it back around. Um, and kind of rescue their grade. But I'm just going to ask them. It's just another thing I want them to be thinking about. Uh, unlike yesterday when I asked them how they would feel if I didn't grade them at all. But I still gave them feedback. Uh, most of them, you know, inevitably... Uh, one of them at some point in every class said it would just be pointless because what's the point of doing work if, if it's not for a grade, um, which is understandable. I understand where that mindset gets, comes from. I understand why kids feel that way. Um, but, you know, trying to get them to focus on actually learning letting go of grades would be a thing that I'd really love to be able to do. Um, but today, just like I said, going to do a little landforms activity. Um, tomorrow, going to just do kind of a summary of trimester number one activity. Uh, yeah, and wrap it up. Friday, we have an early release day, so um, we'll... play silent ball, watch a funny video, do something, I don't know, we'll figure that out, but, um, all in all, it, um, it's been a good week so far, um, I've been feeling very distracted uh, when it comes to the project Will and I are working on, trying to find time and um, to dig into that. I'm going to have to you know, come up with some kind of system. Um, I really don't want it to be a system where I have to give up more sleep than I'm already getting. Or, you know, or, I don't think I said that right, but I, just, I hope that whatever this system is doesn't involve me having to give up more sleep. But I'm imagining it probably does to some degree. Whether it's, you know, a half an hour earlier and I, you know, write 
write for 30 minutes when I first wake up and then get into my workout or you know, a couple of days a week I, I don't um, work out or whatever it might be. So I gotta get into some kind of system to keep clacking away at the book project and found myself yesterday really being distracted, um, finding other things that I could do to get in the way of the time I had to do that. I don't necessarily think it's good, but I'm going to keep trying to keep moving forward and, and doing those things. But, um, yeah, not a on my mind right now. Um, yeah. I guess I'm going to just leave this right here. What's up, fam? It's December 2nd evening. Of course, yesterday I didn't think to change my battery out, so I didn't record anything yesterday afternoon and nothing this morning, but... We have just a half day left tomorrow and the end of the trimester, so um, today was pretty good. Um, I gave my kids just a few questions about you know, what I could do better and had some really robust discussions, had some really good discussions. You know, you have the childish kids that just say childish stuff, um, but all in all, you know, I, I know where I can improve. Um, they gave me some ideas of where I can improve also. Um, but it was just a really nice conversation. And even even beyond the feedback, the more opportunities I give them to express themselves and give their opinion and make them feel like they're a part of the way this thing runs is good. You know, I had my one class that's just super squirrely. Um, kind of took it over, you know, the, the middle school thing to say that teachers just take things too serious and they make a big deal out of things that's not a big deal. Um, and then they try to say that, you know, like you're a teacher, it's your problem that, you know, they push everything off. And these one particular students were saying like, it's not my fault if you're a teacher and you take my behavior personally, like, what I try to do, what I'm saying, it's not my problem how you take it. And I want to be like, that's exactly the opposite of what you would say if, if the roles were reversed. The thing that we are learning about our words and the way they impact and the way the world is, is that it doesn't matter your intentions. It, 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 matter, it matters what you say and how a person is affected by it. And granted, we do have a problem with people, you know, being affected by everything, you know, it gets in the way of having real discussions about real issues. But for them to have said, like, if you can't handle what I have to say as a student, then you shouldn't be a teacher. And I just like was kind of floored by that. And I asked, so it's my job to come in here and get kicked around by you. It's my job to come in here and have to put up with all of what I wanted to say was all the bullshit. 
and they want to be like, they pretend like this job is not that hard and, you know, like, it, it's not an emotional investment and it's just like, you know, the same as working at McDonald's and I'm like, it's not, it's not the same at all. I mean, it's, it's a job you put your heart and soul into. So how do you expect teachers not to have emotional reactions when you treat them shitty? Like, and talking with a buddy that I, you know, do my afternoon duty with, he's like, they just don't have empathy. They can't think about how their behavior impacts someone else. They only think about themselves. And granted, they're 14, 13 years old, so that's part of it too. But man, it's just, it's just tough to wrap your mind around how they can justify and spin and spin their way to anything. They can turn anything around on you. And if you were to do the same to them, if you were to dismiss the way they felt, they would feel like they were so persecuted. But then they can tell you how you should feel about their behavior. That it's my problem how we put up with it. And you know, there's a quite a few kids that are very coddled at our school. Um, and they have never been told that they are wrong. They have never been told that they should be responsible. I mean, that's something that I'm having a problem with. It's just, I, I'm not even talking about like big punishment. I'm just getting kids to be able to admit like, yo, like I screwed this up too. My behavior is a part of this. My choices have an impact on how things go here. And by no means was the student like attacking me saying that. And we wound up having a good conversation and just saying like, yeah, teachers got to do better to brush some things off and ignore some things and, you know, do that kind of stuff. But kids also got to take responsibility for the things they do and the things that they say. They can't just tell a teacher that it's their problem for how they felt or it's their problem for how they reacted. If that were the case, then literally robots could teach. We could, if that were the case, online learning would work. You would just give kids an online curriculum. They would go through it. They would need it. They would do it. You know, they would do all those things and they would handle themselves accordingly. So that's really the kind of gist of where I'm at. And, you know, all in all, it was a good conversation. Um, I got good feedback today, a lot of positives, you know, and some really constructive things. Like we do these Socratic seminars as a part of our classical education model, but the kids really, um, it's really hard for them to have robust discussions when they're under the gun of being graded on how they talk and whether they talk and all that stuff. And all those things are good to get to know the kids. You know, they like documentaries. They like real world things. They like chances to, you know, discuss and learn and grow. And also, I got some kids that just feel like they want to give, they want some lectures. They want stories to be told. They want to learn. So all in all, I feel like trimester went as well as it could have um, coming back. Uh, in my area around the Twin Cities, there are a few schools that have 
you know, added a few days to Christmas break. Um, nothing really serious when it comes to, you know, COVID or any real major changes. Um, none have really happened around my school. Um, we're still wearing masks every day, still doing that stuff. Uh, but, you know, hopefully if we can get through the holiday and, you know, get to the other side and you know, get back to the spring where people can be outside and can do these things take care of the things that they need to and a school bus pull out right in front of me um you know all in all things are going well tomorrow we have a half day there's a vaccination clinic happening and um it's the end of the try so they're giving teachers some time to do their grades and whatnot and blah 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 so um all in all things are pretty groovy um, haven't really gotten anything done on book this week got behind on my grades that's I mean for me that's always the thing I gotta do better I gotta do better on I mean not just grading but feedback um, you know and maybe that's part of what I gotta do next try is to have some days where it's just lecture and it's notes and it's not just assignments it's other things that we can do that don't have to be graded um, that's something I have to really um, continue to grow in and think about um, said feedback is also an important thing that I really got to get better at um, letting kids know why they got the grade they did or whatever it might be and just really um, trying to you know do the best that I can sorry there's an ambulance coming by me sorry fire truck excuse me Fire truck. Been an eventful little. Been an eventful little uh, period there. So, but all in all, things are great. You know, for me, the thing I gotta grow, I gotta continue to grow in feedback and uh, you know grading. But maybe that's a part of it. It's just to take some notes and to, to do some lecture and to do. Even you just lecture one day a week and you start to build a little more structure into the class and, um, you know, I got some good feedback. I'm, I'm happy with it. So, uh, yeah, all in all, it's a good week, good trimester, good life. I just got um, into Gary Vee's new book, uh, 12 and a half. It's kind of about the traits that um, we need to do put forth to be successful in business. Um, kind of a big Gary Vee guy. I really uh, enjoy his stuff. There's always deer in one of the fields that's on my way home and it always makes me jealous that deer hunting. So, all in all, Gary Vee's new book. Gonna rock through that probably by the end of next week. All in all, screw Vee. Feeling good. Hope everybody's well. Talk soon. Good morning everybody it's december 3rd i'm on my way to school a little bit cloudy there is just a light hovering of snow on the ground here in minnesota i think the snow is gonna well, this snow is gonna be melted by the end of the week i think the snow is going to be here next week kind of stay um, it's like two or three days of you know an inch or two of snow for sure. So enjoy the fall while it lasted, especially the 
warmer days we've had over the last couple of weeks, but um, otherwise, things are pretty groovy. Today, earlier at least day with my kids, just do something fun with them. Um, I think a lot of them are going to be gone, so um, get my grades done, knock that out, um, and, and just take care of the things I need to take care of. Wrap trimester number one up. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, as I try to wrap up the totality of the first trimester, there's so many emotions and so many different layers to it. Um, obviously, the first layer is it was, it's just been great to be back with kids. It's great to be back in the building. It's great to be back in those relationships with kids. Um, and on that front, I'm really proud of the work that I've done. Um, I feel like I've built some really, really good um, relationships with the vast majority of the kids that I have. Um, and that those are going to be productive relationships throughout the school year. Um, Obviously, you, you're, you're not going to have an outstanding, perfect relationship with every kid. Um, I have some kids who are more difficult um, than others. I have kids who have more needs than others. I have kids who come from you know, just about every type of background you can think of. And it plays a role. I'm not, I was just talking with my kids about, you know, not generalizing groups of people. So I don't want to generalize them as privileged. Um, but there is a lot of that, it feels like, in, you know, going through our school. There are a lot of kids that don't see the world outside of their blinders. And they are 14 and 13. So I can understand how they have a hard time seeing beyond themselves, but uh, there's a lot of explaining away the things that they do. And you know, I'm not a parent; I don't have a you know, middle school age kid. And as much as I want to think back and say I was a great kid, you know, in that particular time, um, I don't know. I can't really say. So. You know, working with them, you know, I had a, a buddy that I teach with yesterday say that, you know, they just really lack empathy. They, they lack being able to see beyond themselves and put themselves in the shoes of anyone else. Um, so I think that will really become a big piece of what next trimester becomes from a, you know, social-emotional perspective, really um, working with them on that empathy piece to help them see, especially with this, that they're, not, not just that their behavior has quote-unquote consequences, but that their behavior has impact. For kids to say that 
if you can't handle them giving you a hard time and you shouldn't be a teacher like you do what you signed up for, that's that's hard to swallow. And you have to realize, too, that there's a lot of bluster and a lot of tough talk from these kids um, about, you know, the way the world is. And they, you know, like, 14-year-olds do think they got everything figured out. Um, but really trying to work with them on that empathy piece to be able to just see beyond the tip of their nose um, and to be able to think about the impact that their choices have. Now, are they wrong in some of the things that they say about you? No, they're not wrong. There are times where, you know, just speaking for myself as a teacher, I don't handle things as well as I should. There are times when I don't get it right. So a part of my responsibility too is to help them see how to handle situations and instances where we don't get it right. And for them to have this unrealistic expectation that the teachers are always going to get it right and they've got everything figured out and they know exactly how the world works um, is wrong. you got to help them see beyond that and... I love how easily kids think that, you know, it's just so simple to be a teacher. Um, It really is. It's a very difficult job. It's a very emotionally invested job. It maybe isn't the most physically taxing job, but it certainly is mentally and emotionally taxing. And just helping the kids see that part and see that piece and helping them understand not even understand it, just getting them to a baseline where they can acknowledge that the choices they make have impact, and that word consequences always seems so negative, but, you know, the, the, the choices they make and the things that they do have real-world impact, and they need to understand what that impact is. Or at least start to even, I, I, I don't know why I keep saying understand, but they just have to at least start to acknowledge that the things they do have impact on other people. You know, we hear that phrase a ton, well, it's not my problem. But the funniest thing is, if we don't totally acknowledge what they're feeling, if I were to, to deny their feelings, they would, you know, have a fit about it. And they would say that we were so unwelcoming and that we were dismissive and they would use all of those terms to describe how we were not inclusive or equal or whatever it might be. Um, and, and that's the hard thing. That's the hard you know, line to try to draw and it's a hard thing to do with part of this, if you're really going to make a difference for these kids, is understanding that you got to have those conversations. You can't, you can't get gun-shy about them. You can't, you know, put them off because you don't want to put yourself in that uncomfortable spot. Like, we got to, we got to be willing to have those talks and we got to be willing to sit with those feelings because, you know some degree, as teachers, we are culpable for the problems that happen in our classrooms. 
maybe it's our expectations, maybe it's the choices we make. There's never anything that is totally one-sided. Um, but we've got to, you know, do better to let our kids know, you know what the expectations are and let our kids know what, um, you know, what the ramifications, what the outcomes of their particular choices are. Because um, I think it's just an important life skill to help kids see that even now at 14 that their actions have an impact on the world around them. And the more they understand that their actions have an impact, we hope that the more they think about the choices that they make. Because there's a lot of things that young kids do that they have never contemplated what the ramifications are, how a particular choice or a particular word or a particular phrase or whatever it might be um, is going to impact other people long term. So I, I think that will become more of a focus uh, you know, over these next few weeks and into 2022, uh, when it comes to just helping kids see, you know, the ripple effect that their that their choices have on the world around them, um, because you want to make sure that you know kids know and people know. I mean, if you raise kids to know that their choices have and their choices have consequences, then you should hopefully be preparing them as adults to make choices and to think about how those choices have an impact on the world around them. So that's going to kind of be my soapbox for today, but I will uh, check back with you this afternoon. What's up, fam? It is 4.30 on Friday the 3rd. December trimester one is done, grades are done, um, in a pretty reflective mood today, um, I did the thing that I didn't want to do this trimester, which was let assignments pile up behind and not give the feedback that I want to give the kids, so I spent a lot of time today thinking about how you structure a class to ensure that the assignments you give are meaningful and that I can give feedback on them. Um, that's really going to be the challenge for me this next trimester. Um, I think it is about, you know, doing some of the things that I don't necessarily do. It's about, you know, taking notes. It's about reading some articles. It's about doing some things that don't need to be graded. Um, building on those particular things um, or you keep doing projects and you suck it up you know you spend two or three straight days grading and you you know grade a little bit at a time I don't, I don't know it's it's just tough um, it's just not something that I enjoy and I don't think I frame it the right way I think I need to frame it as you know this is me showing my kids what's important this is me 
letting them know what they can do better. Um, I'm such a verbal person that I just always assume that, you know, people can understand what I mean based on what I say. But I know that, you know, having clear expectations is important. And having them written, and, you know, just stuff like that, all of it is, you know, something that I need to continue to work and grow into uh, and be better with. Um, I will be happy to get uh, new classes. I will be happy to um, be able to change some groups up. Um, it is going to be different because um, I do have one class that's enormous and I have one class that's small. Um, the, the timing for my classes is going to be something that I'm going to need to work on. I have this early class right away that's only like 15 kids um, and they seem to be real kind of go-getters. Um, and gotta find a way to really engage that group, a group that's gonna really get, you know, I would assume get through things much more quickly than my other groups will get through things. Um, I'm really kind of thinking about having them basically be like co-teachers for the other classes, work through the ideas that I have, work through, you know, the things that I would like the kids to know get their feedback one place I'm kind of going with it but just making sure that I have extra stuff that they can be doing when they need to be doing it um, and just really working towards uh, working towards uh, having everybody um, get what they need have some high-flying students that need a little more from me. Um, they need a little more of a challenge. So really working, workshopping with that group of kids I have, my group of kids that I have, uh, 15 is my second period, then I have off periods in between there. Um, so it's just, I mean, it's going to be interesting little a little nervous for our Washington DC trip because I you know it's very coming out and just a lot of things that are you know kind of unknowns. We're really hoping that the kids can go but kind of an up and down situation. Hopefully with the number of people that are vaccinated and people doing the right things to kind of mitigate the risk, that you know, we won't have a big shutdown. Um, I'm really hoping we don't have to go back to this morning. So I guess we'll just see on those particular things. Oh no. Trimester one was good. It had some 
really rough moments and a lot of really good um, moments. And it's really been... Eye-opening is not the right term, but I just feel like I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about who I am, who I want to be as an educator. I've learned a lot about what I want to do long-term, where I think I should be, and I learned a lot from the mistakes I've made and I continue to make. Like, I gotta, I gotta find a way to get disciplined on the book. I gotta find a way to prioritize different. I gotta find a way to get rid of the distractions when I end up working in. Um, I just, I just have to be better. I really don't like the idea of getting up earlier or so I might have to start um, doing that, or I just gotta take more on my weekends, or I gotta you know, really kill it during holiday breaks. I, I don't know. I, I just really gotta get it together. I gotta. I think I gotta lean a little bit on Will too to make this thing happen. So, all in all, um, a lot of good, some not so good. A lot of failure, a lot of success, um, trying to learn from both, but um, I, I know what I got to do better. Uh, I know what I got to keep doing. I know I got to keep working on the relationship piece. I got to keep working on being myself and being authentic and, and doing the things that I need to and modeling the things that I want to see. Um, you know, and just really trying to be kind with the kids and not let you know the things that they do. You know, not take it personal. Not get spun up over things that don't matter. But I also need to set more boundaries and have more structure. Like I love giving my kids opportunities to choose, but I can't let them confuse that with opportunities. You know, them having the ability to choose everything and them being in charge of everything um, because that's really not the situation we're in um, and that's really not the way that it's supposed to function like I, you know, we're a team in it but I gotta drive that ship or at least I gotta give clear enough directions and expectations to know for them to know how to drive the ship. I'm not exactly sure how you'd want to say it, but I gotta work on boundaries and expectations and feedback and a few other things. But that's really where I'm gonna focus this second try. So just about home, gonna relax a little bit tonight, maybe get some food out. I don't know exactly where we're gonna go, but hope you're having a great Great day, great week, and I hope you're safe and healthy and happy wherever you are. And uh, you know, we got a couple weeks, and we'll get a break again. So let's get after it.